you still enjoy doing this show? I do. It doesn't seem like you enjoy it. It's just you, you don't just, enjoy Can it. you just not get through the pre-flight without uh, any shucking and jiving? We can just can get you, through it and we'll be done with it. Can you not get through just... the pre-flight without being so hostile to me? I'm, I'm going to release all of these. It's all going to come out. not being hostile. You just can't handle three seconds of just down to business. Okay, do it again. Let's do it for the, let's do it for the to customers. To defeat the Huns. <clears throat> to defeat the Huns. The Huns, yes. Um, <clears throat> that's a World War One reference. <sighs> or World War Two. Okay, let's do it again. Let's take it from the top. <clears throat> Hello? <laughs> gonna, we're going to record it now and release it. Ready? No, we've already done it. It's done. That's the whole point of it. It gets done. We get out of the way. It takes two seconds. We do it. We've done it. My- Michael Ferguson used to say, you only have to talk about the money one time. I don't know who that is. Oh, it's a friend of mine. Um, and, and Michael, when we were housemates, and I, I told you this, I would give Michael, I would razz him a little bit. Because, you know, like you, he's inscrutable. I don't know I don't know how I've developed such horrible friends. But Mike, Michael would see he'd split up the expenses. He took care of that. And, and crayon on a piece of paper on the fridge, he would say, Dan owes this much. Merlin owes this much. Uh, Michael owes this much. And And each month, he would, when he rounded it off, the penny would go to a different person. Oh, that's very nice. Well, he's not, he's not doing the Superman three thing. <sighs> oh, right. The, the office space thing. We make the world go backwards. <clears throat> Same plot, right? Y2K. I don't know because we like you and Michael would do that. And I'd say, Michael, Michael, Michael motorcycle, <laughs> Mickey mouse club reference, really reaching back for the boomers. And I'd say, Michael, you know, you don't really, it's just a penny. And he, he got, he was kind of intense sometimes. And he would go, mm-hmm. you, if you only have to talk about the money one time, and if you talk about the money and everybody agrees that you don't have to talk about it again with the implicit, I think very intelligent thing of saying, well, if you don't talk about the money all the way through one time, you're always kind of talking about the money. Isn't that kind of smart? I'm not entirely sure I follow his logic. I think he's saying have one thorough conversation instead of like five half conversations. Um, there's a phrase I feel like I first heard during the, um, William Jefferson Clinton administration. And it's a phrase I've heard a lot since then. You probably have too. And what they would say is what what we want to do is avoid, um, we want to avoid impropriety, but we also want to avoid the appearance of impropriety. Right. Sure. That didn't start with the Clinton administration, but yeah. My anecdote. Mm hmm. And so the idea is nobody ever has to wonder if this is precise because Michael did it. He did it in crayon. Because he's very creative. Mm-hmm. And then and then everybody knows this is Dan's Penny Month title or whatever. But I think that's really smart. And I, I took that with me in life of like, well, if you're like me and you're from Ohio and you don't like talking about money and stuff like that, it can be awkward, but better to talk about it and be crystal clear about it. And it's not just about money. It's about, <laughs> it's about lots of things. Punctuality, you name it. Lockpicking lawyer. Did anyone in that house say crane? I can't do it. I can't even do it the other way. What's the other way? I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. The way that my wife, who's from Rhode Island, says it, I mm-hmm. swear to Christ, she says the word cran. 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 Like the beginning like, of the like, cran, like the beginning of the word cranberry. Yeah. 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 And I say, what? What? She also says pastel. <laughs> like the, the little drawing things? Yeah. No, I know. I know. How do you say that? <laughs> pastel. Yeah. Pastel. Yeah. Hmm. Jaws. Chalk pastels, oil pastels. Yeah. I, I would say <laughs> it used to be all... I can name every kind of pastel. That's right. 
and say, and say, Harlan Pepper, you stop naming pastels. Hey, everybody, welcome to Reconcilable Differences. This is episode 214 of, uh, of John's Reconcilable Differences program, and we're here to visit with you. And uh, you do that, you know, uh, f- free of, of any, uh, you know, uh, force or, or, or means of evasion. You're, you're, here, you're here with us. Yeah, we're here. We're here to visit with you. We're here to be visited upon you. Yes, that's a really good way to put it. We should like see a, if Marco like can plague. do that. Well, plague's such a strong word. Mm-hmm. Like a pestilence, maybe. There you go. <laughs> Pest- I was trying to do a pastel joke, but I've already forgotten how she pronounces it. <laughs> Pest- oh, pestilence? John, should we do, you know, you know, I'm trying to encourage Roderick. We're going to do a show about airplanes, and we're going to do a sh- show about how to lance a stress bump. Okay. And I think for me and you, we should do a pronunciation episode. This should be mm-hmm. our version of Coxmas. That would be awkward. Like Doc, Doc awkward. Oct would come, and so it would be awkward. And I would say that it would be awkward, but you would say Walk. it would be awkward. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's the same word you said no, twice. No, you're saying Doc Oct. You're saying like Oct, like the Doc like without Octu a D Lieber. in it. Yeah, like the sitting on the dock of the bay, but take off sitting the D doc and you say of the bay, yes. awkward. Yes. What the heck is awkward? O-C-K-W-A-R-D, awkward? Ooh, and, and again, tell me if I'm doing leaning too hard here. You're leaning too hard. Well, he didn't even hear it. Awkward. 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 You can lean hard and go awkward. So you make a little bit more of a cup with your aww. mouth. Aw. Aw. You, you, no, you see your little cute puppy, you don't go, ah. I love this. Such, they're aww. all good dogs, John. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, say Führer. Say, say, say der Führer. Say it. I can't. No, I don't have any. I don't know anything about German. I have Führer. no German accent. Führer. Yeah. You hate you saying make, der Führer. Make, make, the, make the shape of an F, but I'll make an E noise. Is that what you're saying? E. Deals. Yeah, I have a cute dog to send you. It's too bad the people uh, uh, the program won't be able to say this cute dog. This cute dog is just for you. This is just to empower you. Okay. Oh no, you know, you know, was this the thing? Oh no. What this is, is this the thing? What thing? John does a thing where he's making me get a dog. Well, and no, I'm not it. making you. The universe is making you get a dog, and you oh. are doing a bad job of listening to the universe. This oh, is like a my year three God, and a half. John. This was at that parade. Um, you didn't see any of my pictures, but the parade with like yeah. all sorts of Americana. And there was this cute little puppy there and oh my uh, had God. my big camera. And the is person his name who had Jameson? The puppy, is that what it says? I don't know. The person who had the puppy saw that I was taking pictures and had the puppy sit and then put down the leash in front of the puppy. So were you, wouldn't were be you in the deeply picture. envious that Jameson could just do that? He's a good boy. He's a very good boy. He's got a cool like red, white and blue kerchief. And he's like a, one of those, like a, like a golden, but it's like so light. It's like white. Yeah, that's his yellow lab, but it's kind of like a whitish yellow, yellow lab. Oh, yellow lab, sorry. But it kind of looks like a uh, like a te- what I would call a teenage dog. Like maybe it's this dog's less a than pup- a year. It's a puppy. Mm, big puppy. It's a big puppy, but it's not it's not a tiny tiny puppy, but it's still a puppy. This I want, I want a dog that's heavy to pick up. This dog is definitely you can tell this is a dense dog. You, you know you look you look at the feet. They got them big feet when they're little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big big feet, dog big has. dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, there was a. Uh, I don't know what a. You know, I get very confused about a certain kind of dog. Those little pig face dogs, where like it's sometimes it's a Boston Terrier and sometimes mm-hmm. it's a French, French bulldog. Yeah, French, French bulldogs are real popular now. Yeah. Yeah, and there's one in the park, and I, I I'll call my wife over, and she she rarely comes and looks at the dog with me. Sometimes I'll take photos and show it to her. But um, this dog. <laughs> you didn't call her over. I thought she meant like she was two feet away from you, but she's at the house, and you're like, hey, no, come out to the park. No. There's a dog. Well, we it's. We're having grandma and grandpa bucket time. If you know, you know. And that's that's when you're just kind of sitting in bed holding court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was, but it was like a bulldog, but it had the face of like, you know, like a French 
bulldog, but it was really solid. It looked like a, uh, it looked like a Charlotte's Web pig. Yeah. Like a Wilbur, a Wilbur force. Anyway, it's a good dog. Unfortunately for this week, and I'm, oh, wow, sweet whip. Um, we're not, we're probably not going to get to your vacation results just this week, correct? No, sure. Well, there's not much to say. We'll fly wait, right by wait, it. Wait, so where'd you put it? Oh, okay. What's the one you moved? You moved something I'm just, else. I've just correctly organized things. It's a hierarchy. Do you understand the hierarchy? It's a, it's a hierarchy. Yeah. I thought we were trying to go flat here. No, no. Huh. Do you, do you feel like that's, that's something we should look at though? Is maybe we each keep our no. own timesheets? No. We should okay. not look at that. We need hierarchy. Mm, we do. And this is one of those uh, special episodes. Uh, once a month or so, we'd like to visit with you and do a little bit of extra stuff for you. Have some, I don't know, call it what you want, bonus stuff. And uh, so this week, the plan, such as it is, the title of the after show segment that we may or may not talk about, it's called Hack My Home. And I, I have, I wanted to talk about a Netflix TV show called Hack My Home. And I also just wanted to interrogate John a little bit about the whole constellation of home improvement makeover fix-up shows because i know you have a background with that and, and you've seen a couple episodes it sounds like mm-hmm. does it make you want to hack your home does not makes me want to hack something i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> this block and tackle will enable you to bring all your coloring books up to the uh, ceiling <laughs> anyway if you want to hear us talk about that relay.fm slash rd slash join you can become a member and then you will get the after show what else do you get what uh, else do you get every version of the regular show and the uh yearly member special and all sorts of good stuff wallpaper this episode of reconcilable differences is brought to you in part by squarespace you can learn more about squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash diffs Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and for growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience and sell anything, whether that's your products, your services, yes, even the stuff that you create. Squarespace has got everything you need all in one place. Uh, and they, they, see, they have this whole list here of things I can read from. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to just go with, with the ones that are my favorites. Uh, Jason Snell might, might call this a draft. Hmm. Uh, uh, it's not a snake draft. It's just my draft. There are many like it, but this one is mine. You, you take advantage, uh, this is the first one, uh, take advantage of professionally designed web, website templates. Now, this is true. Uh, the People were paid to make these amazing templates, and then you get them just as part of your Squarespace. That's crazy. They got designs for everybody. You can go find what you want. If you've got a business, you can find a business, that kind of thing. It's a lot of fun to do. And the nice thing is, if I may say, is your content is abstracted from the the template. So you make changes to your stuff, and uh, and the template just takes care of that. That's the way it always should have been, but it wasn't. I, I wouldn't have had a job if you could do that. I should probably be mad. Uh, this is kind of neat. You can organize your stuff in a new asset library. Upload, organize, and access all your content from one place. No more scrambling to find the right content. You can manage all your files from one central hub and then use them across the Squarespace platform. See, I always like to say stuff instead of content, but, you know, that that, that it is both, I suppose. But you... you uh, you have assets, and they're in a library. I think that's amazing. And here's the one that really blows me away. You can sell your products on an online store. This is nuts. Physical goods, digital products. they got the tools to put it all online. You don't even need a different, uh, different thing for that. It's all, it's all in the Squarespace. I've been using Squarespace forever. Uh, it's where we host the Roderick on the Line podcast. Uh, they've been good to me, and I, I really do feel like they'll be good to you. So do us a favor. Go check out squarespace.com slash That's D-A-F-F-S. <laughs> 
<clears throat> I'm still kind of getting over COVID. And when you're ready to launch, you, you go to squarespace.com slash diffs and use the code diffs, D-I-F-F-S, and that's going to get you 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Uh, say it thrice, and it's almost like praying, squarespace.com slash diffs, offer code diffs. When you sign up, and like I said in the previous sentence, you get 10% off your first purchase. And it shows your support for reconcilable differences. Uh, I like Squarespace. What can I say? They get a two and a half minute ad read because I'm a fan. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting reconcilable differences and all of Relay FM. And uh, so we'll do that. But first of all, as is the tradition here, follow up. Well, I'm back from vacation. John is back from this is this is that one or two times a year where I wish I was on Instagram. You know, John, probably ten days ago, I very, very nearly, nearly reactivated my Instagram, and then I thought, what are you doing? It bugs me that I can't see people's photos, but I don't want. You could join to... Glass and see the pictures for me, and uh, no ads on Glass. Oh, I money. still have a membership there. I think. Yeah. Well, there you go. But John, you um, at least before and after COVID, you have, if I may say, look forward to a vacation with uh, family in uh, Long Island. And you did that this year, yes? Yeah, we kind of lost the weather lottery this year. Mm. Um, we had, Well, see, two things happened. So we went a week earlier than we normally go, and that actually ended up working out because my daughter's doing some creative writing program, and it worked out so that if we did the Long Island thing a week earlier, it didn't overlap with her thing, so she could be in Long Island. So in the end, it worked out. But the week, the weather week we got was not great for the beach. Got a lot of overcast days, got a little bit of rain. You know, it's kind of a bummer. And we couldn't, I couldn't even stay there for like the, uh, I only got one weekend instead of two. Uh, so I would have liked, you know, span. Oh, bummer. Like, you, you like to go for a, a gentleman's two weeks, right? Oh, well, no. I, I, what I really want to do is like, uh, you know, drive out on a Friday and return on a Sunday. You know what I mean? So you get both the weekends kind of, or at least, uh, you know, you get one full weekend and then mm -hmm. one Saturday at least. Uh, yeah. But it didn't work out. It's but like anyway, the thing that I always say when I was a kid that confused me where they say your your combinations you get th four three days and two nights or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, like unless you've broken the time continuum, that's how it would work. You're saying <laughs> you want to get two weekends in the time in between. Yeah, but it's tough to do that with uh, with rentals. Um, and you know, it, 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 we, the only special thing we had this year was we had a family reunion. We were supposed to have this last year, but uh, <laughs> at the last minute. The the sort of patriarch of the family reunion, my uh, my uncle, I guess my great uncle Stan, uh, got your, COVID. Is that your uncle with the tree? Uh, with the tree? What tree? Oh no, a different uncle. Okay, um, that's not a great uncle. It's a regular uncle. Um, a non great. Uncle. Um, he got COVID right before oh, the reunion last year, so that was called off. Uh, it was, I think it was last year, and he was at the uh, ripe old age of ninety five, uh, and COVID did not kill him. <laughs> so this year. I'm not uh, even we, kidding. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, this year uh, we had the same reunion again. It might have been two years back. I don't remember. Anyway, last time it was canceled. So we're doing it again. We're making a second attempt and nobody had COVID. And as far as I can tell, nobody knows COVID still existed. Our whole family tested before we went, but I think nobody else did. But I was like, look, if, it's not, if a bunch of old people die at this family reunion, it's not going to be because of my family. Because <laughs> we, were all, we were all negative the morning we set out for the reunion and it was at noon. So... Um, we went and they were all there and I took a bunch of pictures. Um, and it was it, good. It, for those of you who are not <clears throat> dear, dear worst friends with John Syracuse, one of the little benefits is that John does really take lovely photos and I always enjoy your vacation photos. I, I made my family look at that picture of the bird and I was like, do you have any idea how fast the shutter had to be for him to get that shot? 
It's an amazing shot. I know you got a lot of good ones with just blue sky too. Which bird picture did I say? Oh, the flying oh, it was like bird? a gull coming out. Last thing you see for yeah, a gull I mean, attack. Like a thousand bird pictures, you realize. <laughs> right, which you're, I think you're, uh, you're, you're very good at. But oh my God, John, not, not to skip ahead, but God, the family photo is so great. Your family resemblance is, I think at this point, maybe even somewhat slightly famous is how much everybody, you're almost, like I said, you're like lemon grabs. Everybody looks a little bit like everybody else. Yeah. I mean, Not so in a bad of, way. So this side of the family is uh, the uh, the main people involved here is uh, it's the uh, lone uh, surviving sibling of my father's father. It's actually his half sister. Uh, her name is Anne, and she married Stan. Stan is now ninety six. Stan uh, can't wait, really wait. Talk. The great uncle is named Stan. His name's Stan Klein. So John, this is the, did, this you, is the, did you ever the see Gravity Jewish Falls? Wing of the family. <laughs> Did you ever see the TV show Gravity Falls? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, just, just FYI, there's a character who's a great uncle and his name's Uncle Stan. Yeah. Aunt Anne and Uncle Stan. Um, and anyway, so she, she's the last one. <laughs> and aunt her. and uncle, Panama. Yeah. She, she was the baby, baby half-sister of my uh, father's father, and all her siblings are now gone. And her husband is still with us, uh, hanging in there at 96. Can't really talk much anymore, but he's mostly still with it. He's just got kind of like aphasia, so he can't really speak. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Sorry. But no, but he's still still in good health, still walking around on his own. I got a good picture of him um, carrying a, a pig on a blanket on the end of a toothpick. <laughs> uh, and she told a bunch of stories about her childhood while my children sat around and tried not to look bored, which was fun. <laughs> We got a little bit of rain that day. Of course, day, at but the time, we called it the candy floss. The candy yeah, floss so is only pretty available much, for a Pretty much what year. it was. Like, I got a great picture of my daughter. Like, like they're, they're trying so hard to like, be, respect, be respectful. You know, I know. what I mean? I, I know. I know the look. I really do. But but they're also very bored. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. And, we, and people were recording that on their phones and everything. So it was great to have that. So I'm glad that went off. And we had done the same family reunion back. I looked, I looked it up as I was looking for the pictures. Back in 2009. Same place, the ba- same uh, backyard. Of course, uh, my daughter didn't remember it all, but she was too young. My son maybe vaguely remembered it because they have a koi pond uh, and <laughs> a koi in there are the same age as him. Um, so anyway, that that was the one special event, and we did our normal running race. Your rental has a koi pond? No, the uh, Aunt Dan and Uncle Stan's house. Oh, uh, and and Stan. Yeah, did you see, remember the picture of the backyard? It looks like the backyard from like The Godfather, kind of. Was this the one with the blue and white tent? Yeah, yeah. It was, they had that that's not part of the backyard obviously they had like catering dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah it was like it was pouring rain we were driving out there like like windshield wipers on the highest setting and you still have to slow down oh that's such a bummer you love the beach i know but that the one we we're going to the family reunion but then it, it let up a little bit and we had some sun on the family reunion day we had a lot of overcast days at the beach but otherwise everything went off of that hitch pretty much everybody came and went healthy as far as i'm aware uh, i got one sunny beach day at the very end and i took a lot of pictures on that day so, you know, let's we'll, we'll put it in the wind column. Yeah, absolutely. Did you see the other bird picture I threw up in there for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a new variant this year. Okay. Oh, Jiminy, John. You gotta really Still, zoom in. You gotta really zoom in on that one. Well, I got a full screen. Uh it's a it's a you managed to capture the wing. Yeah, um, what do you like? The leg of the wing. I'm a thigh man. Uh, the uh, a, a, it's, it's a gull, I'm guessing, right? Mm-hmm. Some kind of a seabird. And it's its right wing looking like amazingly detailed down to the like amount of like different amounts of opacity through the wing. And again, shutter speed. I don't know how you, I don't, you must have been shooting so fast to get this. It's really yeah. pretty. I'm going to sneak right up on it. The only, I'm kind is of that what you're telling me? This is a goof? 
What's a good? That's not a goof. This was an intentionally shot picture. It's artistic. Yeah, it's a good ass photo. Yeah. yeah, I think I've complimented you enough. I really do think you're a good photographer, and I think you the equipment that you've acquired and talked about at excruciating length <laughs> on ATP over the years ha- does serve you well. You, I mean, if I could say, you don't need to hear me say this, but like, if you're gonna get a camera, and really, even if you only quote unquote only use it that one time every summer, it's worth every nickel. Yeah, no, I use it more than that, but yeah, I know, I know. I know. Uh, also, this is another one that didn't make it to Instagram. Did you see this year's Strawberry Queen? Uh, no, she didn't make it because the car is worse this year. <laughs> Wait, and also, I sorry. disagree with the cape. So uh, there is there is a parade in the little she town looks that I stand. Nice. She, no, looks... I'm sure she's she's perfectly nice. But anyway, yes. there's, there's a parade, and she's the uh, Strawberry Queen of 2023, and she's in right. one of these just monstrous new stangs. I don't know what they've done in the Mustang, but I may never forgive them. It's not. Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it actually is. The, the convertible the actually generation. looks kind of badass. It's the what do you call it, a coupe? The the coupe you see it these days, and it's like, are you trying to make this look like a Tesla? Like, what have you done? Uh, it, to looked, this? it looks all right, but here's the it's thing: fine. If, if you are it's a, got parade, a lot of business, if you are a parade queen, strawberry or otherwise, and you're sitting in the back of a convertible, it should be like a really like fancy looking car, and this is just a white no, Mustang. I can tell you what it should be. It should be not a muscle car. But it should be like, uh, like imagine what Hunter S. Thompson supposedly drove in Fear and Loathing, the Great White Shark or whatever it's called. You should have like a convertible that is, I'm, I'm trying to think of a model. I'm thinking of like- uh, I'm just going to show, I just sent you last year's Strawberry Queen. Look at last year's Strawberry Queen. Do you see the superiority of oh, last year's Oh, I remember this. Strawberry now that's a muscle car. Wait, let me yeah, zoom no, in. No, that's a, it's a nice old car. No, it's, an old, it's an Oldsmobile. John, did you ever, do you know how much a Cutlass weighs? Do you have any idea? Yeah, it's a, it's a Cutlass Supreme. Do you know right? how heavy a Cutlass is? My friend not. had a two-door Cutlass and closing the doors, like it was always like, like everybody had their hands up in the air with their fingers out because like mm-hmm. you just, do you remember how heavy these cars are? They're yeah, crazy. Yeah. And, oh, and what here, a gorgeous ride. Look he, at that. Here's the other thing. Strawberry Queen this year? Yeah. Cape. I do not like the Cape. Last year's Queen is in a sweet Cutlass. She is She's being driven around by 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 two two guys, and she looks nice. She's got a tiara. She's got the traditional uh, strawberry parade scepter. Mm-hmm. The, the big strawberry in the end makes sense. When we say big strawberry, like it's a real big strawberry. Uh, that's a much better car. Do you have a preference between the two gals? I don't. You can, well, see, you can barely see the gal with the cape. I don't like the cape. You you well, have okay, a girl okay, who's wearing I, a pretty I, I dress. I want to explore this. Okay, just our impressive. listeners can't see this. There's so imagine last year, it's a it's a a pretty young girl, dressed like a she's in a beauty show. Is that what you call it? What do you call it? A beauty pageant. Right? It's not a beauty pageant. So being strawberry oh queen God. is more important than you have to submit an essay. It's a whole thing. It's a cold weather fruit. Yeah. Okay, but like the point is, this year she's got like what I can not only describe, but what I choose to describe as what I'm going to call a little red riding hood cape, yeah. but kind of long, almost yeah. like a Dracula. She's almost like a Dracula. Yeah. Like big, like, you know, little red riding has the secondary cape. Like it just goes over the shoulder, like yeah. double layered, like the Sherlock Holmes cape. Yeah. It's oppressive. It, it's, yeah. it's really it's too much. Not, it's too much. Yeah. It's, That's I a lot to ask of our like young it. people, you know? Yeah. So I, but I did, I did nice. make the effort. I hope you, hope you appreciate the effort. If you look at the, uh, the previous years and current years, do you appreciate the effort I took to try to be standing in kind of the same spot? I did. I mean, because this is a long like, a parade route. I had to go down like a quarter mile down the road to get this spot again. And let me see. Did you get the right number? And is it still 252? Wow, that's amazing. Wow, these houses are beautiful. And this is all on Long Island. Yeah. I mean, the lighting wasn't as good this year. So. Is it, do I mention this every single year, John? But are you aware of the 4th of July parade in Bristol, Rhode Island? 
I think you've heard it's you like, mention it before, but I've oldest. Know about it. It's supposedly the oldest Independence Day mm-hmm. parade. <laughs> Speaking of oldest, slight tangent. Uh, yeah. I'm driving into the island from Orient Point. On the way in, uh, like yeah, I landed Orient Point in the ferry and drive in. It said, uh, "What did it say? Uh, first farm in New York." And we drove first, past it. Wait a minute. <laughs> can I see? Can I see the papers? The provenance right. on that? Well, so we first farm in it. New York, huh? We drove past it. I'm like. Wait a second. Hmm. That can't possibly be true. But I said, unless what they mean is this is the first farm you will encounter when traveling from east to west. In oh, the that's state of very New York. different than what I interpreted. Exactly. Now, here's to me, the thing. it was like when they say there's a I've never been to St. Augustine, Florida, but anybody who lives in Florida learns that St. Augustine is the oldest city, the oldest city in the United States. Mm hmm whatever that means. But mm. there was never any question about whether that means, you know, oh, what the, that means. Yes, exactly. Well, it means uh, in, uh, Native Americans don't count. Oh, what, what, what about farms? Are you saying that they were nomadic people? They didn't Exactly, farm? right. So, but here's the thing. Oh, I see. That's how they get you. They got a going, loophole. Going Adirondack. Back, they call it the Adirondack loophole. Going back to the ferry, driving in the opposite direction mm. on the same road. Yes. The, si- the opposite side of that sign says last Wait, farm last in New York. Last <laughs> I knew it. Yes. <laughs> That's so good. It's That's so qu- good. That's like Sea Rock City. I've never seen Rock City, but I've seen the signs for Sea Rock City, and it kind of makes you want to see Rock City. What about the Mystery Spot? You see Mystery Spot <sighs> bumper stickers, right? I have not. Oh, that's a popular one down near Santa Cruz. It's a hill that uh, defies physics. But uh, no, I think that's I'm, when I was a kid. Do you remember Sea Rock City? Do you remember that? No. Oh, I could, maybe that's just a Southern thing, but I don't even I want to say it's in like Arkansas. No. Arkansas? Rock City. Rock City, you can see these signs everywhere. See Rock City, I would say. Kind of like the way you advertise the Stuckies and the Pecan Loaf. Mm-hmm. You know? A little, little something for the dads. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I, that's tremendous. There's a lot of people who have like mystery spot stickers on their guitar case that have never gone there and been deeply disappointed by the experience of going to the mystery spot. Because <laughs> it really is, it's just a hill with a funny angle. But it does kind of look, you can, you can Google it. You can see people who are like, oh, look at this, uh, whatever cars roll uphill or whatever, you know? Can I ask some questions? Can I voir you a little bit? Just for context? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said that to Alex on yet another completely mental do by Friday from this week. Mm-hmm. And I said it exactly like you. Sure. So uh, just for context. So you, you love this. We know you uh, love the. This is not kidding. This is just, you know, pal stuff. You, you love uh, seeing, going with your family and visiting with people. And you love going to the beach. And you take lots of photos, maybe hundreds of photos. You have a great time. Um, Thousands. I didn't want to exaggerate. That's you're not multiple uh, thousands. But then you go through and you would it be easier if they hadn't changed uh, the photos app to be the way it is? They didn't change it. They just never. Did you nah, see they my? Cha- oh, did they you see my bug it. report today on Ivory? No. Mm, yeah, <laughs> on Ivory. Yeah, on Mastodon. <laughs> yeah, but like, what does that mean when you say Mastodon? That doesn't mean anything. It does mean something. It does not mean anything. It when absolutely people, means I saw Mastodon thing. described as a website today, and I went. Mm. <laughs> Is it? Is that what it is? Is it a website? What server is Mastodon? Uh, I didn't say it was a website. I said it was a service. But yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, but no, you just see my bug report today. No, I didn't. I'm looking right now. Command one. Uh, I can just. I re- you don't have to go look. I, I, you got the real thing, baby. Did you, see my of you. Band- did you see my picture of Bando with his eyes closed, sleeping? I did. Is he a sweet hmm. boy? <laughs> yeah. He's got a hole in the side of his head. Well, we all have holes in the side so of our head. You John. got a panty on your head. Not unless you consider round funny. Um, the title of my the title of my feedback for Apple 
Is. And they're just, they're just not called, it's not called a radar anymore. It is now called a feedback. Yes, because we don't have access to radar. Radar still exists and it is within the company. But okay. the thing we are using is not that. But when you're not using the radar, you have to keep it locked in the Pelican box and in sight the whole time. Yeah, no, it's a different thing. And then this feeds into radar somehow. Anyway, the title, no, show me, show me. the title of this feedback is, I have clicked original aspect ratio 16,171 times. <laughs> is that the subject? That is the name of the feedback, the title of the feedback. That's that sounds more like a like a brag than a bug. No, it's a bug because every single time I want to crop a photo, I know I want to maintain the original aspect ratio. And every single time I've done that, I've had to click original because it does not remember. It's trying that. to he- it's trying to help. But that does not. help. It's not trying to help. It's not trying to help at all. It is. I making think it zero is. I think effort. they put in these dumbass. Basic bougie settings that they can who, guess. Who wants to crop in free form? No, no constraint to the aspect ratio. Everyone always wants to crop with the original aspect ratio. This is why I loved Lightroom back in the day. Because yeah. Lightroom, you could just—I mean, I probably say this again every year—but I loved Lightroom. I discovered, discovered. You know what I mean? I used Lightroom right when I got a Canon. When I got a whatever that was before the five D, the Rebel or whatever. But uh, where you could do that thing of saying like. I mean, back in the day, first of all, it just made so much more sense to me than the Photos app, such as it was, or the Aperture. But like, it was just so neat that you could say, hey, all these things, go apply the same thing to all of these. And always remember from now on, the one that still drives me bananas, John, I'm zoomed in on a detail because I am a believer. I'm not much of a photographer, but I think one becomes a better photographer by taking multiple photos and then looking what turned out well. Sometimes just out of pure dint of luck, one will be better than the other four, clearly. But I want to stay zoomed in on that one area, area where I'm zoomed in, and then move right arrow, left arrow. And then each time it just takes me back to fit in view. And it's like, that kind of stuff makes me crazy. And, and now all, all I do in photos now is I just hit the period. Uh, star it. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, photos, photos is terrible. I remember in your state. And this, this thing, like, I, you know... I, I counted this up as I counted up how many photos I've cropped at original aspect ratio using like querying the photos database. That's where I got the number from. It's not an exaggeration. That's literally it. Every single time, at least like I could have clicked it more than once if I changed my mind. So, and, I'm, so, I'm sorry. You, you've got a bunch of photos. You know, you want them to be in the aspect ratio. No, 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 no. I've got a single photo, one photo. Okay. And I want to crop it because there's some person I want to cut out of the picture. Or it's not centered or something. I right? understand. Yeah. When I want to crop it, I'm going to make, I'm going to make the, you know, I say, here's the whole oh, picture. Oh, cons- constrained to original resolution. Yeah, original. which means yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yes, I want to make When this, I drag the, from top left to bottom right or whatever suits yeah. you, it don't automatically let me makes the, yes. don't let me change the aspect ratio. Like, don't, don't do let me make it all wobbly. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a three yeah. by two image and I want it to still be a three by two image. I'm just going to crop it, right? That's You can't do that with like shifter command or anything. I guess you, I'm sure you've checked. You can do stuff like that too, but it's a pain because of the way the program works. But here's the thing. Yeah. There is a list of choices. You can say original aspect ratio. You can pick a different one. I want it to be square. I want it to be 16 by nine. I want it to be four by three. Pretty I want it to be a portrait. Lot, yeah. Like when you're, before you do the crop operation, you can pick any one of these things, right? And then you do the crop operation and you, you can click on which one you want. And I click on original and then it never remembers that. So the next picture I go to, it's back to the beginning. It's default is free form. Who in the right mind wants to, you know, resize and freeform, but whatever. I don't care what other people's preferences are. All I wanted to do is remember that me, I want it to be on original by default, but it won't. So every single picture I go to, I have to click original. I've done that 16,171 times. So is it, is it fair to phrase that as each time you bring up a new photo, it defaults to freeform? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, that's 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 um and I'm getting kind of tired of it after eight years of using this program and clicking original 16,000 times. Um, I'm totally being that have you tried melatonin guy now, but like, and I realize this isn't exactly your, your speed, but what's, what's the thing Gus makes retro batch? Have you looked at anything? There's nothing you can really do with any of that because you, this is all manual. I mean, this is all in photos. That's where my photos are. I'm pretty well invested in this thing, but that's a neat app though. Just saying, I mean, and you can modify a drag like you're right. That, that does work and everything, but it's just, it's just a pain. You know what I mean? Like I just, I just wanted to remember. I just, I've eight years, I've tolerated it, and I just, I finally broke. I'm like, I can't, well, and I can't it's take like, it anymore. It's, I, I feel like it's so funny for, for certain, hmm, you know me, like for certain kinds of analogies, I always return to similar, for certain kinds of problems, domain problems, I always end up coming back to these same sort of analogies. Like whenever I, I talk about stuff like, you know, organization and purging, and I, I always end up talking about like the kitchen, because the kitchen is such a nexus for what can go wrong with being organized to the exclusion of being effective or efficient. You know what I mean? Like we don't keep our cutlery in the attic just because there's more room there. Like it's, it's very, there's a lot to do with the mise en place and all of that. With websites, I have in the past thought of that a little bit, just a little bit about like, uh, like making a, a house or a building where like one would be like, hey, let's not worry about picking out the doorknobs if we don't even know what state we're building in just yet. Like let's, let's take this, you know, in the right, in the right steps. But the um, uh, wait, what was I talking about? Photo stuff. I think I might have long COVID. Did you write that down? It is written down. Don't okay, worry. good. Uh, it was good. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I threw. See, I, I threw you off your thing. You're about to ask me a question. I derailed for the photos thing. So, I oh, apologize. it's okay. It'll come back to me later. Um, you were going to ask me a question about me taking all my photos, taking thousands of photos. I go yeah. on this vacation. I take thousands of photos. What was your question, or have you forgotten that too? Well, one was I just wanted to compliment you because I, I I don't know. You know, we're the way we are. I think, I think, uh, however we are, how we are, I feel like I can say with candor that uh, I don't care if you agree, but we're, we're both like how we are when we're how we are. Like, if you were to look at our text message exchanges, it's like, it's how, how we are. And so you were, you were being fun and you were being cool and you were sending me some stuff. And I was like, I was trying to really like earnestly pay you a compliment on how much I love your stupid family and how they look and how good your photography is. And, it's honestly mind-boggling to me that you got such good group photos with, I'm going to say off the dome, 30 people in it. It's way more than that, isn't it? It was, I mean, well, the again, I'm trying not to exaggerate, but, but like we know, I mean, I remember reading this. I don't know who said this, if it was me or someone else. It was probably in the book, uh, the book Rules of Thumb. But, you know, you ever, you ever so of course, you remember when we were kids and you got to do the group photo. Like, okay, everybody crowd in. And then what do they do? Somebody comes up with their Kodak Instamatic with the flash on, takes one photo and you're done. And of course, a third of the people have their eyes closed. And I, I, there's been people that I've seen this modeled in, in different cute ways. But you, you must take in so many photos, probably with a remote. How are you also in the photo? No. So this, I just counted, I think it was like 48, 49 people. In there. This, this is difficult because I'm not, I mean, I have I bring my cameras and I'm taking pictures, but I'm not like the official event photographer. You don't have the experience that a professional photographer has in the field. Right. And not only that, I also don't have the authority of a, a photographer that someone would hire. You know, like oh, you're at a wedding. Tiff, Tiff in to do your wedding and she's allowed right. to like hustle because people Because they're around. a third party and people at the party understand, oh, that's the photographer they hired. So when they tell me to do stuff, I feel some kind of obligation to do it. But I'm just another person at the party, a fairly I've junior... I've been bullied by a lot of photography assistants yeah, well, at weddings. Right? They, are, they are not to be screwed. Yeah. And second thing is, 
I don't, I'm not a photographer. I don't arrange people in group shots. You know, you've seen my photography. That's not my thing. I don't like, I want candids. Like, I don't do yes. like, oh, everyone get a rant. But it's a family reunion and everyone's like, oh, we should take a picture of everybody now that we're all here together. Well, I mean, who knows how many more times you get Ann and Stan? Yeah, well, first of all, Stan, he was getting him to come out. We were all arranged and we're like, we just need the guest of honor. Here comes Stan. But <laughs> he, he, sat down, he sat down at a table off camera and wouldn't get up again. <laughs> <laughs> So he's not Stan. in. The, he's not in this picture. So I'm just imagining everybody shot, scooting sideways. To, no, no, because like, you, you see the seats in the front that we got two chairs set up for the old people. So that's Ann on the this right. Is our text. Exchange. Yeah, that's Ann on the right in in blue, and and uh, sitting next to her is supposed to be Stan, but instead it's Stan's middle daughter, uh, Lisa, and she's in the seat where he's supposed to be. He is off camera I to the side, see. eating something at the table. But anyway, the way the way this worked was I did my best to arrange people based on how I've been arranged at weddings. Yes. Right. And I, well, first of all, I pick uh, everyone should be in this direction because here's where the light is and it's a nice background. So I put yes. everybody there and then I said we should be in a big kind of like shape and try to make sure everyone's head is visible, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, I have to be in the picture, too. So we had to find someone who's not a family member and who's not my 96 year old year old great uncle who's eating something off camera to take the picture. <laughs> Inset. <laughs> right. And so there was someone at the party who was not related to any of us. It was like a friend of, oh, no, uh, of sounds a so relation. Awkward. Sounds so awkward. So I have to hand my camera to this person I've never met before who's a friend of a relation. And by the way, they're standing on a the chair. They're standing on one of those rickety like plastic chairs. So I get the rickety plastic chair set up. Oh, and yeah. I say, like one okay. of these Guantanamo chairs. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, you're going to stand on this chair. And you're going to aim this camera at this group of people. And you're going to, all you got to do is everything's all set up for you. All you got to do is press the button, press this button right here. It takes a picture. And of course he goes up there. He, <laughs> you know, he points the camera, like make sure everybody's in the picture. I think everybody should be. If you stand on this chair, because there's not a lot of room to move. I've already adjusted everything for you. Just point at us and just push down the button. And he does oh, it. Sorry, push it down the button. Quick, manual, manual focus, everything shutter. Yeah, it's auto, everything's manual. automatic, right? You just pull, push down the, the, to the shutter. Oh, okay. Button, it's right? like P mode. It, it was on auto right and it was the zoom was i had already just like don't touch any dials don't twist anything <laughs> just aim look through that little hole and press the button right and he gets up there in the chair presses the button and then he's like okay I'm like no no <laughs> okay he took one picture <laughs> like, no people no. don't know do you, john do you they don't know it's like you are not and because everyone starts like okay they're about to they're about to scatter you know what i mean but I mean, like, but to do, I, I'm not a professional photographer, but I've taken some pretty good, I'll send you one. I, I showed you that one where Rhode Island a couple of years ago, that was pretty good considering. And I had no, of course, no authority either, but you've got to do tricks. You've got to, you obviously, number Get one, you've got to do multiple. to look at you. Yeah, but you've got to start taking photos before anybody realizes you're taking photos. Yeah, exactly. Because the one of them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like when they're, well, I'm going to pull your, pull your tooth out on three or whatever, and you mm-hmm. pull it on two. But there's, do it before, do it after, do it during. And then you do some funny ones. You say, you know, uh, like one ones I've done is, you know, act like you have a potato chip in your butt and don't want to break mm-hmm. it. Or everybody say butts or something. Everybody we, laughs. We, we all said Sicily, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two kinds of pizza in Italy. Um, and no, you're absolutely right. But that not that such an artifact, at least from my childhood, is like you take one one photo and, of course, with the flash on, which either does no- nothing or makes it worse. It's a bunch of people around a pool at night. Somebody takes a photo. It's like my family's famous fireworks photos. Mm-hmm. Everyone's famous fireworks photos. Yeah, everybody does that. Yeah. So we took one picture and I said, you've got to take like, I don't know, 50 more uh, because look at the size of this group. 
You just how many of the chances you think of people even all oh, be looking at the camera? I love so this I, pregnant lady so much. I yeah, love so I got her. I got two I got two pictures here that came out good out of the out of the fifty I made him take. Uh, one of them we thought was hilarious with some uh, one of the uh, younger I don't even know what she is to me. So that's the girl my on cousin's the, the girl my on the cousin's ground. daughter. What the heck is my cousin's daughter to me? Uh, I, that's one of the that's one of the removed people I think. Yeah. Anyway, my cousin's daughter was not having it and is laying flat on her back <laughs> in front of everybody, just <laughs> she, flat went boneless <laughs> yeah she did that but she looks happy about it right yeah no no she does she's just fine yeah. and then you'll see in the one that's, that's good my, my her, niece my niece sailor's like that she's always her and her mother that. have actually moved to the far side of the photo to be standing in front of me do you see that and and that's how much time has passed between like these two photos really <laughs> so we got um, a lot of you know because the mom had to scoop her up and then walk was, was this poor bastard a good sport about it yeah, no, he's great. I uh, just, yeah. you know, it just didn't. And then I had to, I had to keep running up. That's why I'm on the end. I had to keep running up between to sort of, of course, check the gate. You got to go see. Say. You got to, you got to chimp, chimp on his uh, snaps. Yeah, I got, I got, I got to check, <laughs> check the gate as they say in the biz. But oh, that's how, what we call it. Yeah, yeah. It was attack sharp, it. John. Yeah. <laughs> it, just to make sure everyone's in the picture. A lot of the time, I was like, okay, you're getting a lot of sky and not enough people, and try to align us in the it's middle. It's a trade off, and- but don't get too tight because I mean, like I've learned, I used to shoot too tight. Hmm. instead of doing that later on like yeah. well, you want to get a little bit more so you've got some wiggle room because contact stuff you don't notice things that oh that implies a center that's not centered and mm-hmm. uh i wish you know what i mean there's those kinds of things or the classic it looks like this light pole's growing out of uncle grunkle stan's head yep yep this is a beautiful photo i mean the group shot i mean whatever my individual shots are better than the group shot but yeah there's we had we had everything you could imagine we had little babies we had medium kids we have the the, the pregnant lady who is like do she literally looks any very second pregnant John. she is do any second basically she's so cute she's, yeah um so we had all we had everyone there it was nice their backyard got such a nice smile that's a nice smile and look at look at your son your whole family's god damn it i want a better family <laughs> are you still interested in potentially swapping uh i'm just know. saying i think you and madeline no not in that way but in the ways <laughs> that matter i think you'd really hit it off you both probably watch curb your enthusiasm the same I, way. i'm not sure i can handle her uh outbursts in the hospital with you uh pressing the old, pushing old ladies in the planes and your wife uh, yelling We're at people a very in angry family <laughs> that's right <laughs> this episode of reconcilable differences is brought to you in part by fitbod you can learn more about FitBod right now by visiting fitbod.me slash diffs. Hey, when you want to change your fitness level, it can be hard to know where to start. Oh, tell me about it. And that's why I personally am very pleased to let you know that FitBod is an easy and affordable way to build a fitness plan that's just for you. Everyone's fitness path is different, which is why FitBod uses data to make sure that they customize things exactly to suit you. By using a powerful algorithm to learn about you, your goals, and your training ability, FitBod will create a custom, dynamic program based on your experience and any equipment you have. That's kind of cool. Uh, it's all in an app that makes it incredibly easy to learn how to perform each exercise. Superior results are achieved when a workout program is tailored to your unique body, experience, environment, and goals. So muscles improve when working in concert with the entire muscular system. So overworking some muscles while underworking others can negatively impact results. And that's why FitBod tracks muscle fatigue and recovery to design a well-balanced workout routine. Well, I I could get a lot of use to that. I'm frequently very fatigued, but you knew that. By by mixing up the muscle groups, the exercises, sets, reps, and weights over time, you see, FitBod serves to increase your overall strength and keep your body sharp uh, like a knife. 
This also uh, keeps your gym sessions fresh and fun by mixing up your workouts with new exercises. That's kind of nice. And the FitBot app is easy to use with over 1,400 HD. I think that means high definition, so it'll look good. Uh, video tutorials shot from multiple angles to make sure that learning each exercise is a breeze. You can keep track of your achievements and personal bests with FitBot's progress tracking charts. And, and, and here, I, I see it now. If it were me writing this, I would have said this a lot earlier because this is important. It also integrates with your Apple Watch, your Wear OS smartwatch, and apps like Strava, Fitbit, and Apple Health. See, they should have mentioned that earlier. That's a really big deal. Here, here's what you need to understand. Personalized training of this quality can be quite expensive, but Fitbot is just $12.99 American per month, or you can opt for $79.99 a year. And right now, are you ready for this? You ready, you ready, for, you ready, ready for some uh, exercise your uh, budget less? <clears throat> you get 25% off your membership by signing up at Fitbot. Dot me slash diffs. That's D-I-F-F-S. So, so, so you go there now and you get your customized fitness plan. You go to fitbod.me.diffs. And then, you know, again, like, like I say, it's, it's fitbod.me slash diffs. And, and you get 25% off your membership. So you go there, fitbod.me slash diffs. It's D-I-F-F-S. Our thanks to Fitbod for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. So results wise, like you, it sounds like obviously it was kind of a bummer, but uh, what's your results? You, f- you feel good about mostly how it went and visiting with people? Yeah, the overcast days in the beach were the most bummer for me because I just love those beach pictures when it's sunny and it was just just a mm-hmm. week of, uh, we had one week with like bad air quality from fires, so everything was orange. It oh, was sure. weird. Yeah, it's so creepy. It made the pictures so weird. You oh, don't notice such it a good, you- oh my God, is this Kate's expression while listening to a story? You got it. <laughs> oh my God, John. This is, this really captures it. Just the glassy eyed teen trying to be respectful. This is like when respectful. my nephew told us, told, told the story about, about his, his imaginary world where all the Hercules from every universe mm-hmm. fight each other. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, okay. Hmm. No, actually I haven't seen that either. Mm, nope. Uh, nope. I haven't seen that. <laughs> That's an adorable photo. Um, one question for you. Could you give my number to Aunt Donna? Not in a weird way, but like just where we could maybe text sometimes she and send is, each other. Uh, too nice for you. Well, isn't everybody technically too nice for me? Uh, yeah, I know. Trashing my uh, all my relatives and things. So I, <laughs> what? I just I immediately was attracted to Aunt Donna. I saw Aunt Donna. I pointed I pointed out how like cool looking she is, and this is your father's sister, correct? Yes. God, what a cute family. So you're you're saying like we we wouldn't like text? Could we send each other like stickers and stuff? Would she be into Bando? We've we've talked about uh, without naming her on this program before because when we talked about parenting, one of the things. Oh I've Jesus, said, John! Your family listens to this, don't they? Yeah, it's fine. But they, okay. so one of the, I've sorry, told, sorry, Mrs. Syracuse. Yeah. So what? Well, remember when I said like, oh, uh, it's easy to look like a good parent if you have really good kids, and uh, the people who have really good kids are like you know, totally kind, gentle, that. kind, gentle people, uh, kind, gentle, non-neurotic people have kind, gentle, non-neurotic kids, and they're like, oh, parenting, they just do X, Y, and, and they're Z, all just and vegan because they prefer it, and it all, yeah, it all just works out. It's like, yeah, because they got your genes, and you're not neurotic. But if you have two neurotic well, people, this is have the, kids, this is the stuffy, this is the stuffy graph and uh, Pete Sampras or whatever thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, so it's 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 the the curse of being like we are. Like, we're gonna ha- end up having kids like us, and we're the least well equipped to to wrangle kids like us because we're also neurotic. Right, and so this family, my aunt. No matter Anna, what, no matter what we do, we're always gonna. You know, it's like they say, like the John Cabot's in book. No matter where you go, there you are. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that's us. That's that's us with our our neurotic uh, tendencies. Yeah. So my aunt Donna was a little bit of a hippie when she was young. Oh, she so married. Cute. She married she's, my uncle. My, she married she's my just uncle my, Jeff. Just the age for me too. She, she married my uncle Jeff, who's currently a rabbi. Um, what was he before? Uh, I don't know. Sales. Sales. No, I, mm. I don't. I don't think I don't remember. They're, they're both kind of like. Did, I'm sorry, it's none of my business. Did he convert, or do you have part of your family that's uh, Jewish? I mean, uncle Jeff's not blood related to me, so I. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, so my aunt Anne married my Stan, my, uh, married Stan. my my wife is an uh, octogen. Yeah, she's one eighth Jewish. Yeah, so these are all we we all, we're all about the Italians marrying uh, into the Jewish people. So that's it's that's Long how. Island, man. It's a party. Exactly. Well, that's all there is: Irish, Italians, and Jewish people. What, I, I've tried to mention this thing that I've noticed and that you've said, and I don't know how to begin to say it without sounding really horrible. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, there is kind of a there's a lot there's a fair. I mean, as cultures and groups inside the u.s go and i'm just not just talking about new york the u.s in general there is a fair amount of venn diagram overlap between not just cliches but things about jewish families and italian families Mm -hmm. i think italian american families that's true yeah no we 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 match well you guys get along fine don't you yeah no no like billy joel his whole band's italian right they got liberty devito that sounds very italian so so donna and jeff were very kind gentle people very Mm. kind gentle souls and had very kind gentle children rabbi and now, and now their children have children, right? Their children uh-huh. are now well, adults. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. No, their children have children. Now, first of all, they, <sighs> you know, each of their children probably couldn't possibly have married someone as kind and gentle as their parents. Mm-hmm. But I talked to one of the children and I That's said, why hey. That's they keep the bloodline pure. Yeah. I talked to one of the children and I said, hey, do you feel any pressure with your kids? Um, because I was, one of the kids was having a little mini tantrum or whatever. Do you feel any pressure to be like a perfect parent like your parents were? And I, I was trying to tell them, was like, you, you, maybe you feel that kind of pressure because you as children were so perfect. Like you and your sister were just the perfect little children and you just wore, uh, had little dresses on and carried flowers and were kind and gentle and quiet and never had tantrums. And we're like, you know, having constructive play with beeswax and crayons and just like every, you know, just beautiful natural toys and just everything was wonderful and now you have your own can I, kids. Can I just guess i'm sorry while we're just glomming on to this uh, other things uh probably don't complain at length about things right oh yeah for sure like they, they were just they were just the model children and the parents were the model parents right. and F- I, finds a way to uh have things that they do that are that are constructive and helpful without being showy that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah just the, the whole family was just perfect and i said now that you have children and it's clear that your children are not perfect like that because you married, you didn't as married the Outside same as the bloodline. Yeah, well, no, I but hate like, that you, word so much. My aunt Donna married my uncle Jeff, and he was outside the family, but he just happened to be like the same kind of personality, like kind of chill, calm people, and they had chill, calm kids, and they were all like, you know, hippie, and and, and she's like, yeah, and he says, but also in hindsight, well, she, first she said like it really helped that my dad was involved with you know child rearing or whatever, and then she said, well involved for the 80s because you know when she was a kid it was in the 1980s and so then she told a story about you know about her her perfect father and she said when when you know when she was an adult and she had her first kid uh she was going out for a night with her husband and she had her father come over and watch the baby right so this is the guy in the bottom photo that isn't that's my uncle jeff he comes over sorry to throw my uncle jeff under the bus but anyway she leaves the baby with Sorry, Uncle with, Jeff. Yeah. She leaves her baby he with even has his name right there on the name tag. Yeah. She leaves her baby with, with her dad, the rabbi, right? Um, who was the perfect father and they were the perfect children. Remember, they go out on their date night, they come back, uh, and they're like, Oh, how did it go? How did it go with the baby? And her dad's like, 
Oh, uh, she was she was fine, you know. Uh, you know, it, it, just put her down or whatever. Uh, she had she had a big poop about an hour ago though. Uh, and he's like, okay, well, you know, thanks for watching the baby. Blah blah blah. Bye. <laughs> uh huh. And, and then she said, and she said, by the way, like you just asked, like, what did you do with the dirty diaper? And he's like, what? It's still in there. <laughs> No, like because that person's changed diapers that when he was obligation a father. ends at the diaper warning. <laughs> he he never changed diapers. I found oh, out about no. my own father. My own father never changed diapers. And you're like, what? No, I I I see. Like, and I'm really this. I don't mean this to sound like a performance, but like, there was was too much to do for two people. In some ways, depending on, I mean, this is probably a little bit of a, a strange version of a mythical man month, or as you say, mythical mothman problem. But, you know, no matter how many people you've got on that job, there really will never be quite enough people. Or at the point when you have enough people, you're now sort of overstaffed and you're stepping on each other. There's the one week when everybody's there and fussing over you. There's two mm-hmm. weeks where Until they all flee and leave you to your misery. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly so. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and it's just so... I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm sorry. It's a chicken problem. But like, I can't imagine not feeling competent at, and like, how do you even put it? Well, let's put it this way. If the dog, like, let's, let's look at it another way. Not your sweet dog, not even Jameson, but some dog just drops a huge wet deuce, like right in the middle of the kitchen floor. Like I, this, I, this may not sound like the same thing. I think it's more similar than you think. Don't wait an hour and say, Oh, you know, ding dong made a bing bong over there so mm-hmm. somebody and so what an hour ago yeah 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 and so it's still it's over there okay oh, remember he wasn't pointing this out he just did say oh she did poo but but anyway it's obviously not my problem because why would it be my problem Oof. <laughs> the, the, so the that, sight of a the, the, the billy had a friend at preschool was a sweet kid but like shh, every kid's different and and she was wearing diaper a pretty long time a lot of kids you had to be you know as they say toilet trained and not require a nap those are the big rules but you know you still change kids at school they're three right and oh my god i just remember her on the on the swing set it was so upsetting to me and she had the dumpiest droopiest heaviest looking diaper (laughs) as she ran around in the sand pit and it made me so unhappy i had to leave and of course i could just offer to change it but it was like yeah anyway i offer to change another kid's diaper so he was an attentive 80s dad and that was just not in his remit yeah, so that's that's a big reframe on what was going on. Surprise you honestly, like jokes have left the room. Is that I, w- I was surprised when I heard about my father that he didn't change diapers, and I was surprised. But when like, I heard I d- about d- like, Jeff. okay, hmm. But I mean, I'm trying to avoid all the like mishigas about like you know gender roles in the 70s and 80s and stuff. But like, you know, there's the classic sort of oh, mom cooks dinner, dad comes home and has his martini or whatever crap. But like, but but men could change a diaper correctly, right? I know it's a bit like on Bewitched or whatever, but like the part that the part that kind of blows my mind a little bit is that like if you've changed enough diapers and I boy, there's been a lot of lot of junk in that genie, if you know what I mean. Well, you know, makes that big tube you got to take out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, whatever. We have one kid, easy to deal with. Kid, I learned the right way to wipe. And <laughs> I'm sorry, Did I you? was not saying that as a joke, John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John, do you remember that you're supposed to? I know the rules. I've got it. Okay. One goes one way, the other goes the other way. Yeah. So That's what? It. Thank you. But like what I'm getting from this, I'll bet like in a pitch, because you think about again, like the when I say bewitched, you know what I mean? The whole like, oh, so I saw a funny joke on Twitter today where somebody said every time every everyone's 
time somebody hands me a baby, I say, sorry, no thanks, I'm a vegan. <laughs> but, the, the, you know, the, I had that feeling. I had a, uh, an acquaintance in college. Oh, man, he was like, he was like uh, Lord Robin. He was one of those kids that was breastfeeding a real long time. I think a good rule of thumb, and this is a no shade, no lemonade, you do you, you and Milkman. <clears throat> That's a Toni Morrison reference. But when they're old enough to ask for it, it's time, might be time to start moving away. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and this kid would just breastfeed the crap out of his mom. And, uh, and, and, and babies and kids, just in general to me, were like, I was like one of those people that we make jokes about. Where like you like sort of like imagine like a like a Tina Fey like a Liz Lemon type character who like goes to a twelve year old and says so do you like Bluey? Where like you just have no idea how to deal with children. I had no mm-hmm. siblings. Madeline was the youngest of seven and babysat like her entire life. She was a nanny in France or a uh, what they call no pair. She did that in Cupertino for somebody for a while. She's like she's she knows from kids. I had to learn all of that. Just to be clear, I want to stipulate, I just did not have exposure to that. I never, I was a bus boy, not a babysitter. You know, <laughs> boys, boys are doctors, girls are nurses, right? I, but I get the sense sometimes that there are guys who just don't, are, are, they don't know, they don't know how to change a diaper. They would certainly not be enthusiastic to change a diaper. And that, like, maybe there is kind of a low-key shrieking panic about the whole idea of having to change a baby's diaper. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I look, I looked forward to it, but like, it was the least, literally the least I could do given what was involved in the delivery, you know, with the baby and whatnot. But do you get that sometimes where you're like, wait, do you just not know how to do it at all? How are you a father? How are you a father if you don't know how to wipe your child? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, don't, I, mean, mean, that, I don't mean, I don't mean mean. I'm not making, I'm not ragging on Jeff. Yeah, like that. But that's the shock. thing. I was like, I was, you know, you, you always imagine that happened in my parents' generation, but you're like, but of course not my parents because my parents were enlightened liberal hippies, right? So of course they, you know, they were both full time. They both worked full time. They were, you know, I was a latchkey kid, Gen X, yes, whatever. But yes, there was yes, like yes. equal parenting, right? It's like, oh no, your dad never changed diapers. I'm like, what? Because you don't remember it, you know, I didn't remember it, but I wasn't, you know, <sighs> like, and so that was shock number one. But shock number two is, okay, my dad didn't do it, but he's not the super enlightened, gentle, kind, you know, the, the whole gentle parenting movement, like Don and Jeff were at the forefront of that, like everything, like no, no plastic toys, everything. You just described your mom, not in a disparaging way, but in I think a sweet way, I don't want to use the H word, but you described your mom as being progressive, interested in like making sure you get the right foods. She, she reminds me a little bit of like, uh, I always say the wrong thing, like that, was it called Foxfire? There's that series that's about like living off the land and knowing how to like make vests and stuff like that. You, would you consider, she's kind of hippie adjacent, your mom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and same thing with my aunt and Uncle Jeff. But like, but, but you, it's your, le- dad, it's your dad's not, your dad is so not canonically hippie adjacent. Yeah, so I, yes, but I learned about my dad, you know, a couple decades ago and then- I'd love to meet this, him someday. And then this summer- I learned about my uncle Jeff, and so now nothing nothing will surprise me anymore. It's just it's just generational. Uncle Jeff looks like a like a good laugher. They could have done it. They'd be willing to do it. They just didn't because it was never expected of them, and none of their wives asked them to. I guess. Yeah. So I mean, you can use my Google Voice number, but if you want to give Donna my just straight up cell number, that's fine. Or or my uh, iCloud address. She's happily married to. So am I. Very, oh my a, gosh! To, I can't believe you would even suggest such a thing. Smiley rabbi. Smiley who's also, who's also very my least favorite book. He's he's very smiling. He's very, maybe that's why he was a rabbi. He had to become a rabbi because he was too funny. Hmm. Is it right to buy a Chrysler? Right. I think he did it for the jokes. 
One of my favorite signs. Give me, uh, give me a little stickle of that fluoride. <laughs> <laughs> it, it offends you as a Jew? No, it offends me as a comedian. <laughs> comedian. <laughs> Friends, John is selling t-shirts, and you should order one right now at hypercritical.co slash shirt, and I'm going to tell you why. You see, John Syracuse has been thinking and writing about Apple products for literal decades. His factual rigor, his advocacy for humane design have made him a digital folk hero. His merciless eye for detail has made him a legend, and his having an extra hour twice a month made him my co-host, and in the fullness of time, my worst friend. But Maverick that he is, John Syracuse, he, he's not just going to grasp and fumble at every naked cash grab that presents itself. Oh, uh, that would certainly be his right. No, no, no. John Syracuse, you know him. He withholds his merchandise in much the same way that he penuriously spoons out overdue support and praise for the people who are nominally his friends. He does that. And that's why it's now more vital than ever that you support John's being how he is by ordering a hypercritical t-shirt at hypercritical.co slash shirt. It is only every five years that John deigns to vend his bespoke computer blouses. And just think how you'll be kicking yourself in like three and a half years when you have nothing easily at hand with which to say, wash your car. So don't be simple. Okay. You go to hypercritical.co slash shirt, which you can also find in the show notes for this episode. And you go order yourself a shirt. You get it in a color you like, a size that, that, you, that you think would be nice for you. You do that. You do it now. And you do it, please, by Saturday, August 12th. And this is very important because you must understand that after August 12th, all of the designs will go back into the Syracuse vault, of which John has seven encrypted backups. And, and you'd, you'd just be standing there like a jerk with an apology mouse in your hand, like, like an animal. Last time, you go to hypercritical.co slash shirt and order yourself a handsome hypercritical t-shirt. I mean, he's John Syracuse, for God's sake. Our thanks to Hypercritical T-Shirts for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of John Syracuse. Kids handled it okay, considering? Yeah. Oh, Did okay. they find it's, ways to have fun? fun? Was there anybody there they have common cause with at all, or is it mostly just a disappear to Yeah, it was area? fine. I think, they, I think they wish the weather was nicer, too, and I think sure. uh, my daughter in particular wished there was less driving because we got to drive to the reunion and we had to drive to the race. But overall, I think it was good. Good. So, so good results. Yeah, and then we had a one-day turnaround time, basically, for my daughter going off to her creative writing thing that she's at now, <laughs> which is basically like a sleepaway camp. So Right. That, that's what we nobody asked, but that's a thing we ran into. Billy just finished his first internship last week and just started his second internship this week. And like there has been a little bit of needle threading with that, with trying to like, you know, how you like you, you plan out like, okay, when are we going to go to, in this case, you know, uh, upstate New York to go to that wedding, right? You got to like, it's really hard to thread a needle for everybody. I mean, I'm, I think I'm, I'm pretty easy. I mean, cause I don't really have a job, but, uh, but it can be very challenging. And, 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 oh, sorry. Oh, so, well, the other question. Uh, so, so do you give my number to Donna? Is that correct? No, I will not. Okay. Um, and what's the arrangement in terms of, so it sounds like you've been to this particular property before. It's got a koi pond. Just out of curiosity, because I, I don't know, I, I care about this stuff. Like when we go places, Grandma Steinus used to rent a place, uh, the, the Master and Commander guy's house, right? <clears throat> we went to a couple summers. There's been, there's been other times where we go to, uh, most often, honestly, we go to Massachusetts near to like Swansea. And I probably said it wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Uncle Sam. Or Uncle Sam. <laughs> He lives in, do you say Swansea? 
I don't I don't even know where that is, so I can't tell you. I'm, oh, well, it's I'm from Long Island, not Massachusetts. It's it's God, I wish I could curse. The whole area is such a mess, John. <clears throat> I mean, like, so I grew up in normal in a normal state with straight lines. The state has straight lines, and then there's Hamilton County is mostly straight. Maybe there's some river in there somewhere, probably the Cincinnati or the Ohio River. There is the Cincinnati River, as far as I know. But but like Providence. Like Rhode Island and Massachusetts are a goddamn mess. There's not a straight line in that place. It's a it's a it's a coastline of Rhode Island problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see where it is. Yeah. And then like but but like Barrington in particular, my wife's actual and she, but just so you guys that are from Providence, she's not rich. They just bought a house in the sixties there. That was when they sold it was turned into three lots. That's how long ago they bought a house there. Um but like you there's no they have blue laws, right? Where like you can't mm-hmm. They have the they have the whole nine. I don't think they go like full South Carolina, but I think they like even in Barrington. I think that you have to have a separate store for liquor versus like mixers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Two separate entrances. Yeah, and, it's a whole bunch of BS like that. It's changing a little bit in Massachusetts. For the longest time, we couldn't have alcohol in the supermarkets. Yeah, right, right, right. I think the, that the, might the, still be true. I don't. I don't buy alcohol. Mm, a stop and Shop has some things. I know they have meats. But anyways, but the ziggy zaggy, the coastline of, of between these areas, because, you know, really, honestly, like Providence, where Pro- or Barrington ends and where everybody, please, just as one, shut up. Like we're like Warren, for example, like you get to Warren and then you're like, you're going to and then there's oh, and here's the place where like, OK, it's it's really like a joke. It's like you stepped over the line, like it's Sunday at 1 p.m. You can step over the line and go into this place in mass and like get whatever you want and boop. You pop back over the line and you're good to go. It's weird. Um, house though. So what's the general, like this was a different, this is different in the sense of it's your vacation that your family enjoys two ish weeks in long Island combined with the family reunion. Am I getting that right? Those are the, that's, those are, it wasn't combined, but it just, yeah, the, the family reunion was also on Okay. So you went there for vacation at the yes, time yes. the reunion's happening. Yes. Where do people, where do people stay? I mean, that's interesting. I'm not entirely sure. I think some people drove out for the day, people who are too a, that's far That's a away. lot. I mean, with separate people managing all that and like, yeah, especially did I get a place rain. close enough and is yeah. it available and all that? Like my one of my cousins was driving uh, in from New Jersey and of course it was pouring rain and so that took a while, you know, whatever. But yeah, doing a two-hour drive for a family function is not unheard of because everything's two hours away when you're, you know. It's a Long there. Island. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I, some people. So you've had this place before. You rented it. How big a place? Are we talking. I mean, well, the, the place you see in the family reunion—that's my aunt and uncle Stan's house. I've been right, going there since that's, I was that's a kid. That's the Godfather house. Yeah, that's there. That's a little house. They've had it for my entire life. I've been going there forever. Uh, it's beautifully maintained. It's only got better looking over the years. It makes my house look like a hovel. Just for fun. Just I mean, I know this is a silly thing to even reference, but the Godfather house is in Queens. I don't know where the actual house was, dude. But like, where's where is it in the movie? I think it's supposed to be. But is it Long Island? I think it's supposed to be in Queens. Maybe. Okay. I don't All know. Right. And Queens is like Archie Bunker, right? Uh, maybe that was. Yeah, I think so. All in the family. Yeah. 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 Huh. So it worked out all right, though. People found. It, I don't know. It's it can be so stressful, and it's something that you end up talking about. You know, there's that there was that wonderful episode of This American Life that I think about all the time. Roderick was trying to get me to talk about my my COVID, and I was like, "Ah, it's so boring to talk about illness." And do you remember that one episode? It was like the topics you should never talk. It was years ago, but there was the topics you should never talk about with other people, and it's um, it's things like health, sleep. My favorite right. is religion root, and money. Root, yeah, but then there was but like root talk, 
like talking about how you got there, which is like all John and his mom talk about. But that to me, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that's an interesting episode if you can find it. But to me, that's one of the things like, you know how meals become the savior of some vacations? Mm -hmm. We're like thinking about meals, dressing for meals, driving to meals. Like it's the only thing that in some ways gives gives uh, any order to something that's otherwise somewhat orderless. And it also gives old people something to talk about. Right. So you end up talking a lot about like, oh, this place is closer than the other place. Or then everybody's got a story. Because I always, we always end up getting, I'm, I'm going to, this is going to be the next thing I never finish writing. It's all the insane places that we have stayed, especially in New England. Like, like, <laughs> the, like the residence in with, mm-hmm. with, with the homeless people smoking outside our window. Unhoused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the... uh I think that can be that can be kind of stressful for everybody. And you talk about it, it becomes a joke thing. Was everybody able to get a place they were satisfied with? Yeah, I think, I think it matters. So. I think it matters. If somebody feels like, oh, they forgot and they didn't give us a key, and now that's a thing, and our bag is lost, yeah, and that I, becomes I think a whole people thing. like combine it with like people who are farther away. Like some people came from like Baltimore or that area, like Virginia. Right? I think they ended up making a little mini vacation on Long Island out of it, so they get some place to stay in one of the nice little towns and stay there for one or two days, so they don't have to do too much driving. Um, but mm-hmm. actually most of my conversations were not about that. So I don't know all the details, but it seemed like everybody was there in plenty of time, uh, despite the weather and, uh, was mostly in good spirits. And it wasn't that long of an event because again, when the, the host is a 96 year old man and it's his house, you're not going to be yes. there that long. He already had the Mrs. Nap, which was a problem. Um, I know how that is. I, 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 I didn't sleep or eat today. Did you see a picture of him, by the way, solitaire. Karen? Oh, with his wiener? It's adorable. Picking a blanket picking on the toothpick? He looks so cute. He's, he's I, walking on his own. He's 96. Have you ever seen a photo of Dave Roderick, of John's dad? I have a few times. He reminds me of just, 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 just a little bit of him. I mean, like, just in the <gasps> kind of way. He was such a firecracker. He was a professor what did, what at a local, local university. Uh-huh. Um, what did, what did I, he teach? I think it might have been history, but it might have been economics or something. Anyway, he worked He worked into his like 80s. At a pri- like at a private, a private college? Uh, I think I don't remember what university he worked at, but I, I should find some of his lectures if they're online so you can see what he was mm-hmm. like because it's you know, it's sad when people get old and they you know, he's not the same as he was. Obviously, oh, I know. But, I'm I, you're selling past the clothes. I he love was amazing. that stuff. That's so cool. Oh, look at your family, so cute. Ooh, Julianne's cute. So, is that her kid? Yeah, this is <laughs> she's trying desperately not to get chocolate on her outfit. Her <laughs> daughter has a chocolate covered really strawberry, cute, cute kind of cornflower dress with white flowers. Beautiful. Her yeah. daughter looks so cute. Look yeah. at that baby. Yeah, and then <sighs> again, you give it, you give a kid a chocolate covered strawberry in like yeah. a 80, 80 degree weather it was so humid. I hate that book. <laughs> that was yeah. The other thing about this vacation, he's gonna want a glass of milk. I mean, so I'm I'm from Long Island. I'm used to humidity, but like this was the most humid this particular vacation week has no ever kidding. been. No oh, kidding. And, and I know, I know it's there's a difference because this is the first time in what 20 years of going uh, to vacation uh, during this basically the same week. 20 mm-hmm. years in a row. This is the very first year when I took my camera equipment outdoors and the lens is all immediately fogged up. This never happened before. You've got data. You've got anecdata, at least, of the times that you've done this. The grouping is similar in terms of dates. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting more fog on lenses that I'd are I never got any fog. Because, like, you know, you think, okay, well, how, you know, because the lenses would be indoors at, <laughs> it's another fun old people thing, my my parents' uh, vacation house, which is separate from, you know, my parents' rental house. I'm in a rental house with my family, and my, my parents and the rest of the family are in a different rental house because we can't find one house big enough to fit all of us. Um and their rental house, the air conditioning was set to 77 degrees. 77 degrees. Is that Fahrenheit, John? It is. 
That seems pretty warm. But anyway, <laughs> pretty that, warm. So, so my camera was Kelvin. <laughs> my camera equipment, even if you say, okay, it's fully acclimated <laughs> to that temperature, it's 77 degree camera equipment. I would go outside and the lens would fog over to the point where I couldn't see through them. It was so humid. So humid. You see the numbers coming out of like Arizona? Yeah. That's it's hot. really, it's really, it's so upsetting. I sent one to Madeline today because I don't know, dude. I, I'm becoming not precisely apocalyptic, but I'm definitely becoming a little bit like, um, I'll give it to you as a noise. Ugh. There's a lot going down right now, and it's really freaking me out. And let me see, where's the one? I thought I sent this to Madeline, but somebody was showing the streak of 110 degree plus days. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Arizona. I mean, at what point does the grid, the well, grid, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like, here, <laughs> again, more anecdata or like from, from sweaty political Twitter, but like, you know, some electric lines are getting a little bit kind of juicy and soft. Droopy, being, yeah, a little yeah, droopy. Yeah. Or just like, what was the one? Oh yeah. And like, of course, Las Vegas, the, the pavement's like a, over 120, 140, something like that. I don't know, man. I don't think this is sustainable kind of don't 77 is too hot for a, a reunion house that was my parents house it was not the reunion I understand house, but, but I what understand. i'm trying to say is like that my camera equipment was not frigid when no, it went I know, outside I know, yeah. my camera equipment was at best 77 degrees i'm with joss dozzy 62 fogged. degrees fahrenheit that's the room and if you you would sleep better if you would be in a room that was around 62 that's to 65 too, that's too cold it's not too cold it's perfect for you that's a Florida temperature. I don't know what. It's doing. not a Florida temperature. You could be like Heidi. And, and no, I said a Florida the... temperature. Oh, sorry. So Florida. <laughs> no, no. You're... Florida. Florida. <clears throat> Say it again. Florida. Florida. No, not, not like the floor of a building. Florida. Florida. Yeah, you got it. Uh, oh, so it's more like an ah, uh, floor. Florida. You got it, floor, yeah. Florida. You use all the vowels. Yeah. And what I do, I'm I think, using is the ones I, other people aren't using them. I'm picking them up and I'm Yes. Using them. And you know what I do? I smash them together. Mm-hmm. Florida. Did you see that Robert Shaw's son is going to, <laughs> to be in a Broadway play? Y'all know him. Know what he does. Absolutely. He's going to be in a Broadway play about the making, <laughs> making of Jaws. Yeah. Have you seen this? Did no, you see the I have photo? not. Have you seen what have you seen what Robert Shaw's son looks like? Does he look like Robert Shaw? <laughs> oh my god. I sent this to Matt and she was like, wait a minute, that's a photo of the son. And then when you zoom in, you wow. see it. First of Isn't all, that pretty amazing? I feel extremely old that this is his son. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. But also, like of all the looks, it's so fun that like, you know, Robert Shaw, God, where do you begin? Um, I might have erroneously said he was in Goldfinger. He's not. Uh, he was in the Dirty Dozen. He's in the Sting. He's in, he's in so many movies. I mean, I mean the uh, the the mustache and the sideburns are doing a lot of work here, but the facial yeah. structure is clearly there. Bad fish. I know. How could he be this old? <laughs> Let's <laughs> see. The thing that's so if, if you told me this is a picture of Robert Shaw, I'm like, oh, he looks good for it. So the thing is, everybody's older than they. Wait, everybody's not as old as they look in the old times. 1975. What are you guessing? I'm going to guess he was in his <laughs> late 40s. He was 28 years old. <laughs> I, I think he was probably in his forties. Well, I remember looking up. I know. I know. I've hey, Wilford you this. Brimley was fifteen years old in Cocoon. Did you know? That? <laughs> he Man, just had wait, a bar mitzvah. He was, he was thirteen. Fifteen years old. That's remarkable. What? A, how did he do that? Was Was he tutored it's like all, on it's all set? About the mustache. Uh huh. See, but he doesn't have that in the thing. Mm, that's right. You ever seen the movie The Thing? Uh the the uh, what do you call John it? Carpenter? Carpenter. Yes. 
It's a little might be a little scary for you, but it's really no. I think good. I've never seen it all the way through. I think I've just it's seen pretty, enough of it to scare me, and then I would turn pretty, it off. It's pretty scary. Uh, yeah, he was in uh, Dirty Dozen. Dirty Dozen, right? He's in lots of things. He's great. Um, and then what was the thing we we're saying about movies? I think I got long COVID, and we should probably talk about something else. Um, wait, I can do this. This is uh, the. No, I don't know. It's time to talk about long COVID. That's what it's All time right. for. All right. In our in our continuing failure to in our continuing failure to get to our supposed main topic, which we will continue not to get to. When that's fine. When when will they get? Yeah, not today. The fireworks factory. I do want to actually. Which episode is that? I get in my head. It's when they go to. Knoxville. Is it the Poochie one? It might be the. Poochie I think one. it might be Poochie, and that's Poochie goes back to his home planet. Mm-hmm. He died on his mm. way back to home planet. Yes. Okay. Correct. Sorry. Sorry. So Can close. you just look at this final picture I sent you here? Because mm-hmm. I know you wanted more picture of Julianne. Because thought she was cute. Oh, look how cute! I I would have followed her for eight months in college. Right. Okay. But here's look the, at her. Look at how cute Julianne is. But <gasps> here, but here's the here's the thing. Uh, the right side of that picture. That's her husband. <laughs> stretching <laughs> stretching and showing his whole his whole belly he's still one so everybody i'm gonna give you a sound for this you ready for this imagine my hands are up over my hand i'm kind of clasping my hands together and then imagine i do this that's what he's doing his he's shirt is fully, showing eight yeah. eight inches of tummy yeah. but he's he looks fit he looks like he does uh pilates oh he's a very, he's a very handsome man All right so he and, is i can see why way, i lost out on julianne the, the guy with the white hair on the left there that's her dad so this is what I treasure about these pictures, as you would say, treasure about these pictures, mm. is when you get something like this where it's a good picture for her, but also me. it's got her husband doing something I goofy know. and her but that's dad. That's why I say take lots, even when it's not the official photo. You're going to be so glad you got some, with my kid anyway, some of my favorite photos are the ones where he didn't know that it was a photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way the tale of the tape is that as of, I guess, last Tuesday... As we record this. So today is Tuesday, July 25th. So on something like the 18th, I, I tested negative. Um, I'm f- officially negative for COVID. Um, but I don't know. I'm still kind of struggling a little bit. Well, so here's the thing. with I mean, long COVID is, is, a, is a problem. Which we're read, saying long COVID. Are we talking about the thing where you lose your sense of smell? For, are we talking about like no, COVID? No, long just COVID takes, is a whole cluster of symptoms that have but, to do but, with... Okay, like, so but we could be just also talking about COVID that just takes a while to go away. No, that's not quite the same thing. These are, these are lingering so symptoms. So you are talking about long-ass COVID. Yeah, these are lingering right. symptoms after, in theory, you no longer have COVID at all. You're totally testing negative. You get, you get the brain fog, right? Yeah, you got brain fog. You got headaches. You got There's a million different symptoms that are related to it. They're, they're pretty well studied at this point, and the odds of getting it aren't great, and they can be severe or not so severe. They can last a year, two years. So we don't know how long they're going to last because COVID <laughs> is so recent, right? Right. Brain fog is the one that scares a lot of people because mm-hmm. brain fog is a kind way of saying brain damage. You know, it's like it's not, you know, oh, my brain doesn't isn't quite working right. Well, actually, your brain has had things in like it. When we say when you say um, ten- tinnitus, which some people pronounce tinnitus, but you say you've got tinnitus. Well, what you're really saying is like a permanent hearing damage. The yeah. reason you hear that tone is because you've permanently damaged your hearing. Right. And so with long COVID, we don't know if all these things are permanent because it's been yeah. too soon. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, the brain fog one is the type that really scares people who are, quote unquote, say it, knowledge workers. Yeah. But I mean, there's plenty of concern for everybody, especially because as a friend of John Syracuse, I'm, tell- I'm here to tell you, like, there's times where you're like, self-doubt has no floor is a problem. And so, like, if you've had self-doubt to begin with about, like, whether your recall is right, whether your memories are, you know, all the, all the stuff you give me stick about, like, now on top of that, 
add into that, well, control for the fact that I'm almost 57, et cetera, uh, just had COVID, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do I, how do I personally evaluate whether or not I have that? Because once again, to use a phrase I use that makes almost no sense, it's like trying to pick up the tweezers with the tweezers. How, how, how do I evaluate my own cognitive ability as against other things? I think what you have going for you is that over most of your latter adult life, you have worked to build up systems that are ready and waiting for totally if and when you get long COVID. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not that you that's why you've been doing it. No, I mean, like, I, I finally started just saying as much that the hipster PDA is something that, like, I wish everybody came up with stuff like that before they needed it. Yeah. Because it would be helpful when you don't need it, and it might be instrumental when you do. Yeah, and so I right. think is you that have, kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, I think you have those systems in place, but also secondarily, so far I can tell you that you don't sound any more scatterbrained than you normally are. That's so sweet. Thank you, John. So I don't think you have. You don't brain, sweat much for fog. a fat girl. I don't think you have exactly. I don't think you have uh, any kind of brain fog. I'll let you know if I feel like you're you are not on the ball. But so far, you're your mm. normal level of you. And we use that responsibly. Sure. I mean, you're not going to use it like for leverage. I mean, I'm not, with, right? I'm not with you every day, so you I can't be very tell. Cruel. Sometimes. I mean, if, if your your family would be able to let me know if they find you like wandering the street outside at 3 a.m. or something, right? You think you're better than me? <laughs> right. Just Merlin's no, out there I, I, with his I, bathrobe I, I and his scimitar. I, honestly, again. the um, <clears throat> the long COVID thing is is very interesting to me. I've not followed it closely. I don't. I don't know. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, that. I think most people don't follow it closely until they have it. And then all of a sudden they become way more. Well, the, con- the concerning thing, I mentioned this on another show this week, but the concerning thing for me is, and I talked to my shrink about this, um, who is a, you know, doctor. <laughs> Ostensibly. <laughs> he, he is an osteopath. No, he's an actual, you know, medical doctor. And uh, I was saying like, I, I was like, this is kind of random. Sort of like, you know, the hand on the doorknob thing toward the end. I was like, I did have one kind of weird question. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm getting over COVID. It's no big deal. But like, I was like, uh, you know, I was like, I've got a historically as a person extant on this earth, I have condition A, condition B and condition C, all of which I'm given to believe are totally different organs, systems, but they all are autoimmune things. Like the thing that the chronic illness I've got that is fortunately has been in remission for a long time it's real bad uh, autoimmune thing related to your gut or like I do get cold sores. I do get patchy kind of like little bits of like psoriasis, all these kinds of things. I don't yet, I have not been diagnosed yet with arthritis, but I can't imagine I won't have it because everybody in my family has it. But the point being, I was like, I have a weird, like I swear to Christ, I didn't look this up on WebMD. I'm really just asking the question. Is there a chance that either from getting COVID or from recovering from COVID, which I think are different things immunologically, is there a chance that it might have kind of screwed up some systems that are otherwise like seemingly unrelated? And he goes, oh, yeah, that can definitely happen. So that, that, that's more of the concerning part for me. Like the, in the, without going into too much grisly detail, the chronic uh, illness that I have in my gut leads to something that's called a flare-up. And I really super do not want a flare up like I used to have in the early 2000s. That, that's where, you know, things go a little bit crazy and your schedule gets very heavily realigned for you. <clears throat> and you might have to get surgery and wear a bag. But uh, that was my, 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 my kind of bigger, more recent concern is like, ah, uh, I just hope 
because you know basically everything I understand about everything, I'm basically it's like it's magical thinking and witch doctor stuff. How I come up with any of this, but I'm like, I did get a cold sore and I did have a mini flare up, and I was like, hmm, do you know what I mean? Like where you're in that weird liminal state where you're like, oh, am I just making this up because of coincidence, or like, is there a chance that this might push over the Coke machine one time too many? I mean, I, I think I. You know, I don't, I don't know how things are going to go for you, but when you're, <laughs> when you're sick and things get all screwed up and you have those associated stuff of like cold sore and a mini flare up, it doesn't mean that it can, that it's necessarily going to go any farther than that. I totally believe that could be related to you getting COVID and recovering from it, but I also believe it doesn't right. have to necessarily because, snowball because into. Because most autoimmune you know, things, I don't, I'm not a physician, but the little bit I've learned about this that, that is really interesting to me is that there are these kinds of autoimmune things. Well, what does that mean, autoimmune thing? Well, it's that your body is trying to do what a body does, which is keep you healthy, uh, establish homeostasis, you know, push out the kinds of, you know, I'm going to use the word foreign, which I almost never use, the, the foreign things in your body that oughtn't be in there, whether that's through your gut, through the fauna in your gut, or like whatever it is. Like it's trying to do all that stuff. And the autoimmune part is it got confused and just tried too hard at something that didn't need that much effort. So psoriasis is a, I'm sorry to be talking about medical things, but like psoriasis where you get like kind of slightly scaly skin in my case, sometimes uh, it, that's because it's like, Oh, more skin, more skin, more skin. I, I realize I'm being very simple about this, but like in all of those things, it makes sense to me that as I'm recovering from COVID, I can even see it coming when I got the vaccine, if I'm being honest, but it's probably just trying to like, I don't know. Punch the biggest guy. Yeah, but like I don't, I don't think this happening means that now, therefore, it's going to snowball into some catastrophic. Yeah, no, no, I don't either. But you know, it's so funny. I almost interrupted you earlier with this, but I was looking at one of the local uh, websites. (laughs) So, uh, so what would that be? I guess coming up on what three, maybe now four weeks ago you know, it was when our family started, you know, testing positive, I think at least three weeks, probably more like four. Um, guess what? There's an uptick on the Western, just especially on the Western part of the, the watershed or the, the, whatever, it's not the reservoir, but you know what I mean? Where they test the water for COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, the Western part of town is seeing a not dramatic, but very marked uptick since the end of June. <laughs> so helping. Hey, I did. You're welcome. Please go go through all of my my dark materials and see if you can find some COVID. <laughs> Do you think you're better than me? You think you're better than me? I had it in June. The HBO series is not what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. 